This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Well, on the line, uh, Gaurav Sharma, the Labour MP for Hamilton West. Good morning, Gaurav. Good morning, Brian. Thank you for having me on your show again. Well, it's lovely to have you there and uh, good to hear from you. And uh, lots of things have been happening on the political scene, I suppose. And uh, the government uh, response to the Delta COVID is uh, going to be quite severe if it gets in here by the sounds of it. That's right. And, um, you know, I think I said to you last um, time we were talking as well, um, you know, one of the things I will say is, uh, you know, the government's done really well is uh, taking a very scientific approach to things. Yes. Um, and, and one, you know, one example I'll give you is, for example, was uh, when the, the borders were in there, were closed, the flight from India. Yes. A lot of people were unhappy and they said to me, you know, why was this happening? Uh, there's no rise in numbers in India. And I, I would say about a week or two after the borders closed, we saw that increase in numbers in India significantly. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, I think the New Zealand government has really, um, you know, kept, uh, um, you know, a hand on the pulse and yes. really monitored across the board what's happening around the world and changed the uh, response based on that. Uh, and I, I mean, and that that is why that you know we are able to uh, mingle and mix, uh, unlike many other countries. I'm actually just speaking from an event I'm at at a breakfast uh, for Sharma Ethnic Women's Trust. We're having a oh, stakeholder yes. breakfast, mm. uh, and you wouldn't be able to see this anywhere else in the world. So there is a plan around Delta uh, variant as well. Uh, and as you would have heard from the uh, recently reconnecting New Zealanders to the World Forum, yes, um, the government is also going to trial, um, you know, self isolation. Um, for um, certain registered uh, organisations, yep. um, and uh, and you know that'll be an interesting trial. And and there were there are different um, risk uh, profiles they're looking at. You know, lower risks where yep. if people have been vaccinated. Um, you know, they might not need isolation. Um, they might be medium risk where people have uh, been vaccinated. Uh, they might need you know uh, not 14 days, but less than that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, amount of time, and they might have tests, and then you know, high risk uh, coming from high risk countries, where whether people have been vaccinated or not vaccinated, they would still end up requiring time in MIQ. Fair but enough. it's good to be able to see that you know things have sort of um, been adapted as we've moved from um, you know one phase to the other. Yes, well, I think it's very necessary. I I think with the uh, girl that died, who was a cyclist. Unfortunately, her compatriots were still in lockdown, and so they couldn't go to the funeral, though I think it was yeah. streamed, streamed to them anyway, but it wasn't quite the same. But uh, we are taking all those precautions, and I think that's really, really good, particularly when we see what's happening in New South Wales. Exactly, and, you know, and I think those are the stories we need to learn from. Um, you know, look at what's happening in Australia, what's happening in Fiji, yep. uh, you know, where America was, uh, where India uh, was recently, even Taiwan um, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, all of those stories are for us to learn from. Right. Now, talking about that area of Taiwan and China and so on, uh, there's some suggestion in that we're having problems with our trade with China. Is that a fact or not? Well, not that I, um, you know, specifically know of. No. Uh, and, you know, I mean, overall, there has been issues with, you know, supply chain across the world. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as I would think, um, you know, 
a lot of countries would obviously try to make sure that you know they've got supplies or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, but you know, but shipping lanes have been uh, slow, uh, and you know, as 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 um, cases change across the world as well, you know, sometimes um, that uh, supply chain gets disrupted. Yep. Um, and that's been one of the issues uh, across the board. Uh, but I don't think there's any specific things uh, around China or Taiwan uh, in terms of trade. Uh, apart from what's happening just because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that uh, they're blaming New Zealand's uh, thing with the uh, uh, environment is uh, our cows. Evidently, they <laughs> emit too much gas. <laughs> yes, and I mean, look, that's the conversation we've had for yep. a long time. You know, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Obviously, um, you know, on both sides of the debate, we've been hearing from people. Yep. Um, and, you know, and that sustainable way of farming um, uh, is important. Uh, as is, and, you know, other other industries as well, we're having to look at, um, you know, what's happening. Look at whether you look at transitioning that's happening in, in New Plymouth, mm. um, as well as the just transition. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do in terms of uh, making sure that we're living a, living a better uh, environment for the next generation. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the other things, I mean, you know, originally the government announced the, um, the electric vehicle uh, rebate as well. Uh, and, and that, again, will make a huge difference uh, as, you know, more and more people take up uh, electric cars. And as, as we've said, recently seen, um, you know, in July has been the highest uh, electric cars ever sold in New Zealand. They're right. Uh, you know, thanks, thanks to the feedback. That's right. And, and it's actually, I think it's about three or four times what it normally sells. I mean, don't, don't quote me on that, but I've seen the graph and it's, it's a lot more than what it normally is. Right. I think it's a good idea, but of course, a person that hasn't got a lot of money in that and running a five-year-old car now, they probably haven't got sufficient to buy electric cars. So that's another problem, isn't it? No, it definitely is. Look, and, and you know, with things like these, um, the idea really is to bring down the cost of electric vehicles. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, as, as you know, five years ago when Tesla was the only one making it, uh, you couldn't afford it. Had dollars $180,000 in your pocket. <laughs> uh, and even then you had to wait two years. And now I know like at least 10 friends who've got, you know, Nissan Leaf. Yep. Um, and, you know, they're just charging at home. Um, so, you know, that, that market is changing because um, you do need that volume. You do need to encourage um, sections of society that can take it up. Yep. Uh, and as more and more people do that, and, you know, we get to see more and more charges across the country as well. Um, you would hope that you know, the prices will drop so much that you know uh, most people would be able to afford. Yeah. Well, one of the questions I was going to ask you, I don't know if government can do a lot about it, but there's been all these ram raids, particularly in Hamilton mm. around about, and guns, you know, people, even a policeman shot in the street in Auckland. That's not really New Zealand. No, it doesn't. And, you know, it, um, and, and I do genuinely acknowledge um, that concern. Um, we've had, um, you know, we had a police meeting about two months or three months ago in Norton. Oh, yeah. And uh, we had about 300 people come to that. We had various other agencies come, for example. Um, you know, uh, we had the patrolling team come. Uh, you know, people who were involved in graffiti removal. They came together as well. And uh, one of the things that the police uh, revealed was um, a new model of policing. Yes. And what I mean by that is, you know, many years ago, the community policing was cut down, so everything was centralized. And the biggest feedback we kept receiving, or the police kept receiving, was that, you know, um, people in communities didn't really know their local police officers. All right, okay, um, yep. So, what, so what's happened now is that um, Hamilton's now been broken into uh, five quadrants. Yep. So three are in Hamilton West, two are in Hamilton East, 
and each quadrant has um, two police officers. All right. And uh, the idea is that, you know, they will be part of that community so the neighborhoods actually get to know these people. Yep. Um, so, and, 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 you know, that is making a difference because people feel a lot reassured, uh, you know, if they've got any concerns or complaints, they are able to approach these police officers. And like, unlike, you know, the banks these days, you know, where, or, or other agencies where um, you, you see a different person every time and it makes it that much harder because you've got to start your story again. Yes. Um, so that was one of the big movements, uh, and and you know, and it will take a bit of time for um, the results to come out of that. Um, but even then, you know, there have been more ram raids. Um, and uh, talking to the police recently, you know, they, they've been saying uh, there's been a massive increase in first of all family violence as yes. well, yes. Uh, and a lot of that had to do with um, COVID-19 because as people are were staying in, you know, more close proximity, um, things were getting worse. Yes. And just you know, at the breakfast this morning where I am at Sham Ethnic Women's Trust. Yes. Um, they help a lot of women uh, with family violence, sexual violence, uh, and they've been saying the same thing. But what's happened there is um, the police is spending quite a bit of time dealing with that yep. or, you know, with graffiti, uh, with other things. So the police has, and, and this is one of the things we talk about in the in the seminars, you know, in the yep. community meetings that we did with the police, is what number to call at what point. Yes. Um, and also what we are doing from our end is we are... Um, we're putting these numbers in people's letterboxes. So from my office, yes. uh, we've got like, you know, the emergency number, what do you do if you need help with, um, you know, women's review, mm-hmm. what if you need help with something else. So that, um, you know, not everybody's calling that urgent number um, and giving that space. But we are going to be having another community meeting. Um, this will be a lot bigger. Yep. Uh, and we're just finalizing the venue. It'll be somewhere uh, central and we are hoping about 400 plus people will come uh, in the next three weeks or so. So we're just finalizing the details with the police. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.